This is Today in History, October the 28th. On this day in 1636, the General Court of Massachusetts passed a legislative act establishing Harvard College. And on this day in 1886, the Statue of Liberty, a gift from the people of France, was dedicated in New York Harbor by President Grover Cleveland. Also on this day in 1962, Soviet leader Nikita Khrushchev informed the United States that he had ordered the dismantling of the missile bases in Cuba. And in return, the U.S. secretly agreed to remove nuclear missiles from U.S. installations in Turkey. And on this day in 1991, what became known as the Perfect Storm began forming hundreds of miles east of Nova Scotia. That's Hurricane Grace. However, you then see this energy swing down around absorb grace into its circulation and i think what what grace did was inject a little bit of uh, moisture and energy into it also provide sort of a target for this energy to swoop down in and capture the whole thing and we now have a quite significant storm in its own right and lost at sea during this storm were the six crew members of the andrea gale a sword fishing boat from gloucester massachusetts and on this day in 1961, the second so-called Apache trial begins for rock and roller Chuck Berry. Although his earlier conviction for transporting a minor across state lines for immoral purposes in violation of the Mann Act was thrown out on appeal, the prosecution decided to retry Berry. Berry was one of the biggest pop stars of the late 1950s when he began to have legal problems. While charges in yet another Mann Act violation were pending, which were dismissed in 1960, Berry met Janice Escalante, a Native American with roots in the Apache tribe in El Paso, Texas. According to Barry, who took the young woman on the road with his traveling rock show, Escalante claimed to be 21 years old. And then, after there was a falling out between the two, Escalante complained about Barry to the cops. During his second trial, Barry was convicted and sentenced to three years in prison. And after a short stretch in Leavenworth, he was transferred to a Missouri jail where he spent his time studying accounting and writing songs. And among the songs he wrote before his release from prison were No Particular Place to Go and You Never Can Tell, later memorialized in the film Pulp Fiction. And on this day in 1965, the Gateway Arch is completed. The St. Louis Arch, this spectacular structure overlooking the famed Mississippi River in the city of St. Louis, Missouri, is one of the most innovative arches and recognizable icons in the world. Since 1967, when the arch was first built, more than 65 million people from around the world have come to visit. And for those who have seen it, the impression is lasting. The St. Louis Arch, known officially as the Gateway Arch, is America's tallest national monument and the only one commemorating America's westward expansion. On this day in 1965, construction is completed on the Gateway Arch, a spectacular 630-foot-high parabola made of stainless steel marking the Jefferson National Exposition Memorial on the waterfront of St. Louis, Missouri. The Gateway Arch, designed by a Finnish-born American-educated architect, was erected to commemorate President Thomas Jefferson's Louisiana Purchase.
Purchase of 1803 and to celebrate St. Louis's central role in the rapid westward expansion that followed. As the market and supply point for fur traders and explorers, including the famous Meriwether Lewis and William Clark, the town of St. Louis grew exponentially after the War of 1812, when great numbers of people began to travel by wagon train to seek their fortunes west of the Mississippi River. Completed on this day in 1965, the Gateway Arch cost less than $15 million to build. With foundations sunk 60 feet into the ground, its frame of stressed stainless steel is built to withstand both earthquakes and high winds. An internal tram system takes visitors to the top, where, on a clear day, you can see up to 30 miles across the winding Mississippi River to the Great Plains and out to the west. In addition, the Gateway Arch, the Jefferson Expansion Memorial, includes the Museum of Westward Expansion and the Old Courthouse of St. Louis, where two of the famous Dred Scott slavery cases were heard in the 1860s. Today, some 4 million people visit the Arch each year to wander its nearly 100 acres and soak up the history while taking in breathtaking views from the giant Arch. The Gateway to the West, finished October the 28th. 1965 on this day in history.